Welcome to the Weekly Outlook Podcast. Today is Friday, January 28th, 2022. I'm Regional Sports Director Andy Anders. And I'm Jake Arthur. In today's top story, we speak with Christina Brown, a local woman who loves to hunt deer despite her lifelong battle with Friedrich's ataxia, a progressive and incurable nerve disease which has bound her to a wheelchair. I just forget about everything. Forget about the chair, the world we live in. I just, it makes me happy. Also today, the Alabama Hospital Association calls for an uptick in blood donations. The Community Action Committee of Chambers, Tallapoosa, and Coosa counties will receive more than $1.2 million to help low-income households with utility costs. And Alexander City receives $500,000 to fix its water lines. All this and more on today's Weekly Outlook. The Weekly Outlook is supported by subscribers to the Alexander City Outlook. You can subscribe to the Alex City Outlook on our website at alexcityoutlook.com. Thank you for your support. I'm Andy Anders, Regional Sports Director. We're here with uh, Christina and Anne-Marie Brown. Um, Christina uh, is a local with Friedrich's Ataxia, but she loves hunting. Uh, She loves the outdoors, uh, and we're here doing a sit-down with with them. How are you guys feeling today? Good. Doing great. Awesome. Um, now talk to me, uh, Christina, about how you first got into hunting and uh, just growing up. You said you grew up around it a lot, but you've been doing it practically since you were born. So, like, I've always loved the outdoors. And I, like you said, I've been hunting pretty much since I was born. <laughs> I just love it. Like, yeah, my I hunted with my papa and my dad, everybody. So I just love the outdoors. What's your favorite animal to hunt? I've only hunted deer, and I have killed a bobcat. So I like just. If it's brown, it's down. That's what I always say. <laughs> if it's brown, it's down. If it's brown, it's down. <laughs> so, but that's what every time I go hunting, I'll call Mr. Jim or my dad or somebody and say, I'm going hunting. If it's brown, it's down. So, and then if I do end up, if I do get one, you can ask mom, I got one the other night. I texted her, I said, if it's brown, it's down. She knew I got one. <laughs> but I just always loved hunting. Talk to me about when you're hunting. What, what, how do you, how does it feel for you when you're, when you're out hunting, when you're out, um, you know, tracking a deer to shoot? Um, I'll go out there, I'll pray. I'll hunt, like watch for the deer. Me and my stepdad, we joke around. It's just fun. We'll have fun with it and we're hunting. And we're spending time together and it's just fun all the way around. And the funnest part for me is when a deer walks out, I I automatically forget everything. <laughs> I forget everything that's going on. I look, I look at the deer and I look over 
whoever's hunting with me, the first thing I always say when a deer walks out, can I shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> but I just love it. Like, I just forget about everything. Forget about the chair, the world we live in. I just, it makes me happy. Um, so it, then how does it feel when you, um, when you, when you successfully, you know, shoot a deer when you kill it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> like, I just, I'll get so happy. And, I don't know. I just, it makes me happy. Um, now, a few years ago, we were talking before, um, you, you went on a dream hunt in Texas. Uh, how, how did that opportunity come about uh, for you? And uh, what, when, I, I guess, was it something you immediately jumped at? Um, Mr. Jim actually called me to the lodge one night, and there's a bunch of deer down at the lodge. He said, how would you like to get one of these deer? And I was like, I would love it, but I don't <laughs> think there's deer like that in Alabama. <laughs> and he was like, if you ever went on a big hunt, where would you want to go? And I was like, I've always wanted to hunt in Texas. So he was like, well, <laughs> that here's your chance you want to go and i was like yeah <laughs> so, it was fun where were we we were talking about uh the dream hunt um uh, talking mm -hmm. about how the opportunity came about um now i if you don't mind kind of repeating yourself a little bit i thought it was a really cool story um exactly what went down on the dream hunt um with, with the doe and the bobcat if you wanted oh, yeah. to tell that again so I was the first, well, maybe the second day, I killed my 12 point. And the afternoon we went out hunting, and they told me I could kill a doe. And so the doe walked out, and she was a big doe. And I was like, okay. And then a baby walked out, and I was like, I can't do this. And the guy was like, you can kill it. I said, not with the baby. I was like, I can't do it in my heart. <laughs> so, um, we just sat there and watched and watched the baby play. And uh, the bobcat came out and he was going to get the baby. And I was like, I'm not letting anything happen to the baby. So I got the bobcat. So. He was a big bobcat, <laughs> like, he was really big, like, tall. Like I said, I don't normally hunt, and but I did get to go out yeah. and uh, hunt with him on the dream hunt. Oh, so cool. um, I think it was exciting when she killed the 12 point, but then when she killed the bobcat, it was even more exciting. I think for the guide that took us out that afternoon, he was real excited. He said, it, it, he was very quiet and everything, and then all of a sudden, when he seen that bobcat, he started. Do you think you can get him? You think you can get him? She said, "I think I can." And so mm -hmm. he said, "Because they'll definitely um, miss their hunting up." So, but it was it was kind of fun to watch all that take place. Uh, um, 
I mean, I, I just think it's so cool that, you know, she, she didn't want to kill the doe because it was with a baby, and then she killed a bobcat to save the baby. Um, <laughs> do, um, Mom, that, um, I, I guess, is that a reflection of her just personality in general? Oh, absolutely. She has a, a heart of gold. Um, she uh, has um, worries about everybody else um, as far as them being happy and being taken care of, and um, she just all around just has a good heart and making sure that everybody's taken care of. And she's def definitely been an inspiration for me, especially, but also to so many other people also, uh, including our church family, friends, our family, and now with the Outdoor Friends Forever, you know, we've met other families and it's just, it's just such a um, great inspiration to see her be a part of that. And showing how much she loves them and cares for them. It's even behind the scenes, you know, calling them up and see how they're doing. And even after the hunts, they stay friends forever, you know, like, and uh, so it's definitely an inspiration. I can absolutely see why. Um, and of course, in, in this situation, it'd, it'd be easy to be bitter about things. And uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's incredible that you've, uh, you know, that you're so caring and, and gentle and things. Um, just. But, but to talk about it a little bit, um, what is Friedrich's ataxia um, for those who aren't familiar, and um, how, how, what are the challenges of it? It's a neuromuscular disease, and it attacks all the muscles and the balance. I have no balance at all. And only one in 50,000 people in the U.S. I'm the lucky one. <laughs> but that's a one in fifty thousand chance, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, but she was diagnosed when she was five, and uh, that's how um, we started noticing how she was off balance and couldn't keep up with other kids when she started kindergarten and that kind of thing. So, um, so we went and they checked. She didn't have any reflexes and things. So they thought it was could be. Two or three different options, so we went for different testing and everything, and that's when she was diagnosed. But it generally it starts with the legs and affects all the muscles and nerves and works its way up to her hands. So she has trouble using her fingers and all more now, but um, um, the good thing is with her outlook on life, with everything, um, and even with the Fredericks, she doesn't let that get to her. It, no matter what the challenge is, you know, she faces challenges every day, you know, of course. Uh, as we all do, but um, her special challenges, she makes sure that she's going to complete it the best she can. So. And do not tell me I can't do something, <laughs> because if you say I can't, then I'm going to try my best to do it. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, what, what's the day-to-day -day of, of dealing with this look like? Uh, what, what's what's kind of t kind of take me through a day living with this disease? A lot of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh a lot. Sometimes you have to laugh to keep from crying, but we laugh. It's it's different, but it's fun. So there's a lot of change, but change. Happens to everybody. <laughs> um, I, I'm interested um, how you hunt with this. W what's your setup like? Um, what's um, 
I mean, I, I assume I know you already talked about one special attachment you have on your gun with the phone, but uh, what what is your what does your hunting setup look like when you're um, out there? Um, we either I go in this chair or my manual wheelchair, which I can't push myself. So, like, somebody will have to push me out. But we put the gun on a tripod and put it, like, in between my legs. And so the gun will, like, be on my shoulder and I can aim and everything. And then for your scope, you use your phone. Yeah, for the scope, I have, um... The first time we ever used it, we got a PVC pipe. We made one. Um, Mr. Joey made one for us to use, and it worked. The only thing, when we shot, the phone would fall off. So then we did some research, and we found one. So now we just connect it to the gun. You have to pull it and put the bullet in the gun first and then <laughs> connect it. And then it's really easy. I, I, I wanted to thank you guys so much for taking the time to sit down with me and, and to do this with us. Um, it was about all the questions I have. Is there anything else that you wanted to add, maybe a message to people before we wrap up? Um. The only disability in life is a bad attitude. You need to have a good attitude. Well, well thank you guys again so much uh, for this. And um, I, I personally learned a lot. I, I think you are really inspiring. And I can see, you know, why, why your mom thinks so highly of you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this was great. I really enjoyed well, thank this. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Here's what else you need to know today. Community Action Committee of Chambers, Tallapoosa, and Coosa Counties, or CACCTC, got a boost in its mission to aid low-income families of the area January 21st. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey awarded $47 million in grant money to similar community action programs around the state, and CACCTC received $1.24 million of said funds to help those low-income households with utility costs. Last year, the organization served over 5,000 clients in the area and provided over $2 million in assistance with heating and cooling bills. COVID, whether you've had it or not, has impacted everybody, CACCTC Interim Director Kevin Walker told The Outlook earlier this month. People are spending money on things they never expected. The Alabama Hospital Association is in urgent need of blood donations after the state's supply has run dangerously low. Alabama Hospital Association Executive Vice President Rosemary Blackman said, Our hospital leaders are very concerned about having adequate blood for surgical trauma and other patients. Blood is used for anemia, cancer, blood disorders, during surgery, and to replace blood lost after trauma. The universal blood donor type, O negative, is especially needed because it is used when doctors do not know a patient's blood type, but need to administer blood rapidly. LifeSouth stated that they are completely out of O-negative blood. You can see where to donate on LifeSouth's website, linked in the show notes below. Lastly, Alexander City's water lines, which are estimated to be more than 90 years old by Mayor Woody Baird, 
will finally receive an upgrade thanks to an Alabama Department of Economic and Community Affairs Community Development Block Grant. $500,000 in grant money, with another $139,000 from the city, will go to fix the water lines and add hydrants to the systems beneath North Central Avenue, Forest Street, Parks Avenue, Houston Street, Rainbow Drive, Sim Street, and Adams Street. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Weekly Outlook. We're available wherever you get your podcasts, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, wherever. Your support is always appreciated.